0: Welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs Podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Every part your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Welcome to another episode. We're glad you're here with us because you're a fan of UGA, we're a fan of UGA. Clearly, if not, this would be the oddest decision, stupidest business decision in the entire world.
0: You you maybe want to click on a different podcast if you're not a fan of UGA. I mean, we're happy that you're here. We would love to have you along for the ride. Maybe you're Clint's mom. How how you doing, no. Clint's mom? Welcome, <laughs> no, she welcome to the she show.
1: Listen, and she listened that one she, time, and then Manscaped in.
0: ads came on, and she said, nah. "Oh man," she said, "Was was she the one that left us that review about <laughs> about was. too many Manscaped ads?" Uh, <laughs> she was.
1: Uh, no, no. If you're if you're a relative of ours, if you're a longtime friend, glad you're here, but. Most of all, we're glad you're here if you're a UGA fan, because Daniel and I are. We want you to be better fans, so we are going to be the best fans possible, uh, and that's what this podcast is all about. We have no paywalls, or we have no insider guru information, just a couple of fans talking about fan things, uh, all the
0: live long day. I got some insider guru information for you today, Clint. You ready for this? I can't wait. It's, it's Monday. We have begun another week okay. of the college football offseason. And the season hasn't been canceled yet. Hey, so that's, hey. we're still here. We're, I mean, the life support machine is sputtering. It coughed once, which but I'm pretty sure the machine's not supposed to cough, but. But what you're talking um, about is there was a boop, just a real quick boop, <laughs> just a, yep, just some sort of involuntary twitch happened and, and. And we knew college football still has life. There's still life in there. It has not completely been pronounced deceased. Uh, And so here we are. If you're a Georgia fan, as Clint said, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. Um, uh, if you want to reach out to us, send us an email. Uh, that's probably the best way to get in touch with us. Locked on Bulldogs at gmail.com. Um, everybody's got email. And so if you want to get in touch with us, if you've got show ideas, if you've got suggestions, comments, questions, uh, thoughts, opinions, or things that you would like to hear our thoughts and opinions about, um, uh, you can hit us up there. You can also, if you're on Twitter, you can reach out to us on Twitter at uh, Dogs Podcast. We would love to interact with you that way as well um uh, leave us a rating leave us a review subscribe to the podcast download the show tell your friends about the show all those things those things help us out a bunch but we're here to talk georgia football uh you're here to uh to be in this conversation regarding georgia football and so let's jump into it there was a bit of news uh i guess broke last week this is not really late breaking news i don't know but like um i don't i don't think we even mentioned it on the pod last week but um but as the as the hysteria around this news began to build, it, it felt golly. like something that we we had to address on the show. You're not going to be surprised when you hear our takes because they are um, in congruence with our takes all along. We, but um, we're pretty stubborn. We, we had to get this out into the the atmosphere. JT Daniels. Awarded immediate eligibility by the NCAA because the NCAA is a total sham and has absolutely no authority whatsoever to govern anything of any sort. I I think that's factually correct. Hold on, let me okay, let
1: me check legal precedent over actual legal institutions. Yep. Oh, yep. NCAA not part of. Hold on. Of Hold on. Let me, text, legal institutions. let me
0: text Luke Ford real quick and ask Ooh. him how he feels about JT Daniels' immediate eligibility. Wait, hold that the he phone. So
1: kid goes to a program who he can get drafted higher and better out of losing out of a competition or kid wants to be closer to home for his dying
0: grandmother? Mm-hmm. Incredible! I said one of those is legitimate, one of those is not. All right, that's not that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm thrilled that J.T. Daniels was granted a This Very is happy. great news for UGA. Okay, so like for nothing that gets said this is great. for the rest of the for the rest of the podcast, this is nothing that gets said should lead you to believe that Clinton and I do not believe that this is great news for UGA. The 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 second quarterback onto the field all of a sudden is a significant upgrade from what the second quarterback onto the field was going to be but Daniel, prior to but this. But Daniel,
1: wait, hold on. You mean – you must mean second quarterback as it – as as what, Newman? Newman's second quarterback? Or you, you must be saying – I mean, JT Daniels can't be the second quarterback onto the field in your mind, can he?
0: I mean, I thought this wasn't going to be an issue How is all. this an issue, guys? Guys – Jamie Newman is going to be the starting quarterback at the University of Georgia. Oh, okay,
1: I'll um, tell you this right now: if if Jamie Newman is not the starting quarterback, that is because J T. Daniels will win the Heisman. Just put it down. If if J T. Daniels beats out Jamie Newman, give me a bet. Give me a betting line right now on him winning the Heisman
0: because he's going to do it. I mean, he is not beating out Jamie Newman <laughs> under any that's circumstances. That's what yeah. I mean under any circumstances. Uh, Clint and I are both on record. We are high on Jamie Newman. We expect big things from Jamie Newman. Um uh, I I'm high on JT Daniels. Honestly, I, I'm excited for JT Daniels. This is a five star prospect. Yeah. This is a kid rated by 24 7 Sports as the number one uh quarterback in the transfer portal this year, number two overall player in the transfer portal for the entire offseason. Um, which is a big deal. This is a huge get. We got the best the according to 247 sports we got the number 1 rated and number 2 rated quarterbacks in the transfer portal uh this off season but but just because Jamie Newman doesn't have the uh, star rating that JT Daniels does do not let do not let yourself be deceived Clint this this is a senior this is a veteran leader and this is somebody that has all of the skills necessary to immediately step in immediately. and play right away. And that's what we need this season. JT Daniels, it's great that he's going to be able to get on the field um, and play in some mm-hmm. games this season. Now, just to be clear, uh, I believe JT Daniels already took uh, a redshirt from last yeah. season. I he don't did. know if because that was a medical red shirt, if he's eligible for – if he would then be eligible to redshirt again, well, yeah, but,
1: ones, ones call like a gray shirt, ones a red shirt, ones injury related. I, you
0: can petition, but I, either, I don't think that's either way. Be Jt Daniels is a redshirt freshman coming into this year, hundred percent. So he's going to see some action in some games, and that's going to be great for him because next season. Um, I expect JT Daniels to win the starting job. I expect JT Daniels to be the starting quarterback at the University of Georgia. And I'm thrilled that he was granted this waiver. But if you think for one second that he's going to beat out Jamie Newman for the starting, for the starting quarterback job, it's just – it's ridiculous. You're either an Auburn fan who's just trying to stir up controversy on Twitter or you work for Saturday Down South. Either um, or, or way. Or wait for it. Wait for it. Your job is to be an NFL player scout. Oh no, we'll get there. Um, all right, let's. Um, that's our take. Let's go to. We're going to visit some. Uh, yeah, some media takes on this uh, quarterback controversy. This quarterback competition. The brewing competition in Athens. Uh, we're going to visit some uh, some media takes that we found particularly hilarious. Some dumb stuff that we read on the internet coming up right after this. What are the odds that you're going to need to buy a car part in the calendar year of 2020? One thousand percent. That. One thousand percent. Well, Clint, uh, you you got some options when it comes to buying car parts. You could go on Amazon and guess what part you need. Yeah, I, uh, Just mm-hmm. complete stab in the dark. You have no idea what you're getting. You have no idea if it's the right for your car, your make or model. You're reading all the reviews, the questions and answers. None of them are helpful. No. Or you could go to the auto parts store. This sounds less exciting. Does it? It sounds it. It sounds a lot like securing yourself into the bunker because you're going to, yeah, you're you're going to go absolutely insane from the. Uh, nonsense that you're going to have to endure there, where people are going to treat you like an idiot, and you are going to overpay for a part that you are still then going to have to put in yourself. You're going to pay mechanics prices oh, yeah. for a part that you're going to have to put in yourself, or you can go to RockAuto.com, collect from the comfort of your own home, and you could get the exact right part that your car needs for the guaranteed lowest prices. Uh, it's it's simple, it's easy. You get the 2005 Honda Odyssey, you get it all fixed up, you get it ready, you get it bunker ready. And you uh, get the exact right pra- uh, part for the exact right price. All the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto.com
1: Yeah, Daniel, we've said this or that segment is probably our favorite segment. But
0: we forgot. It's a- the longest running segment in the history of the podcast. Correct. Dumb stuff we read on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this little quarterback eligibility situation has stirred up some let's go immediately to the the fine folks at saturday down south um who wrote an article um about um i wouldn't say they wrote an article there's maybe 14 (laughs) words in this article no it's really has some journalism (laughs) involved it's really just a compilation of there's maybe 25 tweets that are posted in this article. Isn't that sad um, that this passes for newsworthy clicks? This is this journalism point? now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just tweets from Auburn fans and other idiot, idiots um, with a Twitter account who are talking about how Jamie Newman should immediately renege on his scholarship from Georgia about how <laughs> sure. Jamie Newman was the savior of... UG. Listen to this. Stuart Mandel, who... I'm sorry if, if you're still taking taking uh news from Stuart mandel t's and p's to you uh he says jamie newman goes from the uga savior to one of two guys who might win the job um a lot of people taking this track about how georgia is screwing jamie newman over by bringing in another quarterback who's going to play after he graduates and goes to the NFL. I'm not sure that's screwing somebody over, but uh, there's a lot of people who who apparently uh, feel this way. A lot of people talking about how Jamie Newman... Never saw this coming. Jamie Newman's not oh, ready yeah. for this. Jamie Newman, oh, good.
1: gosh, this poor kid's a, he's just this, mentally he's a he's poor un- kid. This class. guy doesn't know competition, he doesn't know struggle or conflict or how to rise above Daniel. This guy was promised a golden glo- goose platter to come in and, and just uh-huh. steer the reins. Clearly, he can't take this, Daniel. He's gonna cry in his
0: corner of his room. He must. Is Jamie Newman. Just, just to be clear, Clint, is Jamie Newman scared of JT Daniels? No. 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 No, guys. Okay. No, he's not scared of JT Daniels. Do you know why he's not scared of JT Daniels? Because he knows that he's better right now than JT Daniels. That's one hundred percent okay.
1: Look, just for the record, before before Trevor comes out of the woodwork again and yells at us. Oh
0: God, you know Trevor's come You know Trevor is
1: on the JT Daniels train. I guarantee you, he's on the one hundred percent. Couldn't be more. Daniel, and I are excited. JT Daniels is here. We think he's a good player. We think next year great things. But again, he doesn't. He can't even be in the same conversation as Jamie Newman. Like they're not, it's not a competition because one is head and shoulders above better not not according to our perspective and opinion you hear what i'm saying next like i know fans we get a lot of opinions but sure but sure but if what somebody, if there
0: were hard data oh wait what a second there we, were hard, i like hard, hard data. data to back this I like up. that daniel okay well let's go to the hard data oh, there we go portion of the podcast then uh the fine folks over at pro football focus um they they put out career grades for uh, every college player and um similar to the madden ratings that you and yeah. i do the you know this kind of you can kind of look at it as like 99 100 you know hypothetically would be the best that you could ever be um jamie newman comes in having a career grade this is not a star rating this no. is an, an analysis of actual performance okay A career grade of 85.6, according to people over at Pro Football Focus. Hmm. JT Daniels comes in with a career grade of, this is a full season plus one game. Okay, so this is not, this is not two games worth of data for JT Daniels. Career grade of 60.0. Okay. Uh 85.6. Keep going. And 60.0. One of these numbers. Is better than the other one of these numbers, mm. and we're not playing golf. No, do you know which one it is? <laughs> Reminder: More is better in
1: this scenario. Uh, yeah, this makes no sense to me. Again, just based upon pure data, throws in games. We're not talking about evaluation. By the way, you didn't utter the phrase. I didn't. I don't think I heard you say Daniel. Uh, star rating. That wasn't one of the no. things that you said. Okay. Uh, recruitment. Offers that wasn't something nope. you said. No, no, nope. but actual on-field performance. Yep. Okay.
0: Well, yep. Seems pretty simple. Wins, wins above average. If you're into baseball, if you're into advanced st- stats, if you're if you're into math, wins above average is a metric that Pro Football Focus uses. Um, and um, in their last full season as a starter, okay, J T Daniels had a wins above average of negative. So he was 40% fewer wins above average than the average quarterback. That's not good. That's Jamie Newman plus 0.77, meaning 77% higher than the average. See what we're saying here, quarterback? Do you see what we're saying? 77% more wins versus JT Daniels. 40% fewer wins. Okay, so Georgia fan, maybe. We should be asking you the question, do you want to win more games Uh or do you want to win fewer games? And that would tell you which
1: quarterback we should choose. Also, while while I'm here, since we're talking about dumb stuff we read on the internet, I didn't click on a single one of these articles when I read the headline. So, we're going to get to even stupider take. Well, I don't – this is pretty stupid, but – but this, Matt Miller, we're getting to you. Just hold on. Just sit in the waiting room. Okay. I'm not <laughs> Matt, I'm not there quite Matt, yet.
0: Matt Miller, keep your mask on. We don't want you to infect any of the other stupid takes <laughs> oh, that are here in the waiting room oh, with you. Oh.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> but just so you know, if I hear, if I read the headline or hear it, uh, this is Justin Fields, Jake Fromm 2.0. I will immediately put you on a list to never read or
0: listen to ever again in my life.
1: This is well, that's,
0: this that's is not, not the list I'm putting them on, Clint. Well, that's a that's, <laughs> that is a far milder list than the
1: one that I was thinking. This is nothing like Jake from Justin Fields. Not even close. This is this is you. There was a reasonable expectation Justin Fields could have come came in and won that job. Jake Fromm was entrenched. All these things. This is this is head and shoulders. Two guys have gone out and played on the field. One is better than the other, and there's no argument about that. Okay, so there's no controversy Again, here. if JT
0: Daniels comes in and lights the world on fire and wins the job, it's, some of you are going to be emailing us saying, like, "Ooh, I, I told you, you so. so. Right. That's fine. We're not going to be mad. Nope. I just want to clarify that. We're not going to be mad. We don't like Jamie Newman more than JT Daniels. That's not what this is about. We just know Jamie Newman's a better quarterback there it is. than JT Daniels and we like better quarterbacks. We like winning. And so the <laughs> Daniels die Dan-
1: for, for live and breathe and would die for wins for Georgia. No not personal opinion and preference on anything.
0: Okay. okay. Correct. So look, JT Daniels prove us wrong whatever. Go for it. L- love it. Have yourself a great camp. Have yourself a great season. Um and maybe you know, maybe Jamie Newman will struggle and you'll be able to slide right in and win and steal that job sure. and it'll be yours moving forward and you'll take us to the promised land and everything will be great. I'll, I would love that. We would love it. But, but Jamie Newman is the starting quarterback at Georgia. 100%. Okay. Matt, we're ready for you. Come on down. Matt Miller, if you don't know who Matt why we, Miller is. Why do we do this to ourselves? If you don't know who Matt Miller is, congratulations. Uh, Correct. Just maybe, maybe, maybe skip ahead the next the next two minutes of the podcast. Don't maybe, don't maybe, just don't listen and and maintain that that bubble of peace and serenity in your life. <laughs> Matt Miller is apparently
1: employed to make
0: evaluation
1: that's... determinations upon college football players. This is what he's okay. paid to do.
0: Which okay, sure. that's fun. Uh,
1: a couple weeks ago, Daniel and I on the same podcast. Brought to you his way too early first round draft predictions, in which he had one fingerless father, Cade Mays, up in the top oh, yeah. 30. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He had Richard LeCount up there. Uh, and he also had one Jamie Newman inside the top, I believe, 28, 20, 26, something like that.
0: First round draft pick.
1: First round draft pick. Okay. First round draft pick, Jamie Newman. Uh, Matt Miller, here's the news that JT Daniels is all of a sudden eligible right away. Matt Miller comes out and says, I give the edge to JT Daniels to win the starting job. So he believes, just to clarify, Mm -hmm. Jamie Newman's a first-round draft pick. (laughs) Again, not my words. His actual words that he typed and had a chance
0: to edit and didn't and sent it to print. I mean, you know what, Clint? Uh, That's... Good on him. That's so. What we've got is a first-round draft pick, and then someone who's better than that on the team. <laughs> we have two first-round draft picks right now on this team. Seems like a number one overall type situation that we got going on here. Seems I don't, So to me, I don't. Matt Castle got drafted into the NFL without ever starting a game at, uh, at USC, USC, but I don't yeah. think he was a first-round draft pick. No, he was. Like, that would like be fourth or something like that. That would be impressive if uh, you could be a first-round draft pick and never start a game. Look, <laughs> is Kirby Smart going to come out? We're going to get to our, in our last segment here in just a second. We're going to we're going to talk a little Kirby Smart, and I just want to clarify: Kirby Smart is going to tell you that there's a competition at quarterback. He's, okay, well, there's a competition He's, at every single position right now because there is a competition at quarterback. According to, we're not saying that there's no competition. We're saying that the competition is um, not interesting one horse has left the barn the other has uh not correct so we're saying that the competition um, is is we know how it's going to end and and do we want jt daniels here yes do we want him to push jamie newman yes do we want the best quarterback to represent georgia in the opener Uh, yes and do we trust the coaching staff to know who that is more than we do absolutely we do we're on record as saying that we should trust the coaching staff but um, our opinion solidified that Jamie Newman will be the starter. I expect huge things out of him mm-hmm. and I am excited to watch the development of JT Daniels. I think he went to USC and he started as a true freshman. Uh, I think sitting a year is going to be the best thing that ever happened in this kid's career. 100%. To, to JT. Do not feel sorry for JT Daniels. He came here knowing that uh, Jamie Newman was here and, and so if he doesn't beat out Jamie Newman, Well, guess what? Jamie Newman's gone next year anyway, and so he's right here uh, to compete with Carson Beck and Brock Vandelay, our our Vandelay's kid, and uh, try to win the job next year. So uh, JT Daniels is going to be just fine, but Jamie Newman is the starting quarterback. uh, And let's talk a little bit of coaching. While we're talking about dumb stuff we read on the internet, let's talk a little bit of coaching We had to go back into the Wayback Machine for this one, but not really
1: because somebody, I forget who, put it up on our our eyeballs and brought our attention to it. So CBS Sports, every single year, comes out with their annual best coaching in college football list, Daniel. So just like everybody Mm -hmm. else in the media, we like top lists. We do top three typically or top five. That's how you get the clicks. That's how you get the clicks. So they did top 25 power five coaches. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: And listen, as you get closer to the season, you just these kinds of articles begin Gosh. to resurface, and um, you just begin to salivate. So we thought we'd have some fun, and um, let's have some you fun. know how this is going to go already, <laughs> Georgia fans. If like, you've like, been listen listening to this pod like, you for know. a while,
1: you know what's happening. We are bearing the lead because there's going to be a name that crops up, and we mm-hmm. are going to hammer it. All uh, right. Okay, let's start with some, some of the lower ones. Uh, it goes kind of... You know, there's not a lot happening, except for Mario Cristobal is ranked number 24th on list, this list. I know he hasn't much experience yet as head coach, but that guy's a good coach and a great recruiter. Like, Oregon's he, a he's a, good he's, he's a good great coach. He's a great
0: recruiter. They lose a lot of big games. Yes, they do. Up there at 100%. Oregon. Mario Cristobal needs to win some big games. But I agree. 23rd. Behind names like Bronco Mendenhall and Virginia. Come on, man. Come on. Come what are you doing? Now. Mark um, Stoops at Kentucky? No, he, he needs to be higher than that. Uh,
1: you uh, keep going down the list. You get to a couple SEC. The first one is Gus Malzon, comes in 18th on the list. Uh, I thought that was pretty high for the Gus Bus.
0: Uh I think I think that's about Is that fair? I think that's about where I I mean, not personally. I think there's there's coaches behind him that I think are better. They're better coaches, but you know, Gus wins enough big games to, to to hover around in there.
1: Uh, I keep going on the list. Kurt Ferrance comes at 14th. I live close to Iowa, and let me tell you this right now. Good lord, uh, Kurt Ferens. Kurt
0: Ferrance the governor of Iowa. yet? he, he? will be.
1: <laughs> T- Tommy He's... Tupperville, way to way to go ahead and lay the groundwork on that because Kurt Ferrance is going to yeah. be every elected <laughs> official in Iowa. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but just a few spots higher, we're getting close to top 10 territory. But before we crack into the top 10, there must be some coaches that are on the up and up, some coaches that are, that are pushing for that top 10 status, Daniel. And mm. it, lo and behold, who comes in at number 12 but old rim, black rim, glasses, and khaki himself,
0: Jim, I am the you, Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh um, holds an interesting distinction on this list. Because he was actually a better coach at Stanford than he was at his current position at, at Michigan. I would say when he was at Stanford, you probably would have put him in like a top five oh. coach in the country at the time. Oh, he was remarkable. And uh, But all he's done since he's got to Michigan is lose to his rivals. Um, he hasn't beaten Ohio State. Over and over and time. over and over again. He's beaten Michigan State exactly once. And Michigan State has not been all that good. In no. his tenure, uh, Jim Harbaugh holds a very prominent distinction that we're not going to talk about just yet. At number twelve, but no. just hold that in your in but your really head quick, that Jim Harbaugh comes in at number twelve. Really
1: quick, this article says I don't think he's gotten enough credit for turning the program around. Do you realize, David? Do you, you realize, Coach Carr uh, had the program in the top ten annually? Mm-hmm. Okay, and y- y'all firing turning Coach the program
0: Carr. around to go where? To go where? Like, I don't understand. There's to go the- to second or third in the division good golly. like is that that's, that's just, not uh, Kyle that's not Whittingham comes at him. 11
1: number 10 Ryan Day new head ball coach at Ohio State like
0: okay I cool. mean he's he's got one year in but you just he's gonna skyrocket he yes yes have you seen the recruiting class at Ohio State it's, it turns out it's a lot it's it's not great it's not great if you're not Ohio State yeah or you have a soul. <laughs>
1: Uh, Penn State James Franklin comes in at nine, and then hold on, let me see number eight. A name that you might you might seem to know or sound familiar, and that's old Meth Gator himself,
0: Dan the, Mullen. This list brought to you by Meth Gators. Uh, Dan Mullen eight. at number eight, and let me just let me let me unbury the lead. Let me unearth it. Let me dig it up from the earth in which it is buried. Kirby Smart's number six on this list, Clint. There it is. He's two spots ahead. Two spots mm-hmm. ahead mm-hmm. of Dan Mullen. Okay. Okay. This is this is where we are right now. Um, now the the author of this list, Mike uh, Tom Franelli, by the way. Kudos to you, Tom. Hey, Tom. Um, Says, you may notice something about Dan Mullen as compared to the other coaches in the top 10. He's the only one who's yet to win a conference title as a head coach. Well, Tom, I'm going to stop you right there because I happen to know that it's impossible to win a conference title when you've never so much as sniffed a conference championship game because you've never so much as uh, won your division. Oh, there it is. In your conference. You you went out and you said
1: not to win a conference. He like sure, we haven't won a Super Bowl yet, but that's because we haven't made the playoffs in ten years. It's like well that's what it is. You should stop worrying about winning the Super Bowl and I don't know, make the playoffs. Correct.
0: Okay. That's that's not Dan Mullins never won anything as a head coach. Correct. One time, Dak Prescott and the Mississippi State Bulldogs were ranked number one in the country until they played people, and then they lost three or four games in a row or something. Um, Dan Mullen, number eight. Jimbo Fisher, number seven. National championship winning head coach Jimbo Fisher coming in below Kirby Smart, which I thought was interesting. Jimbo Fisher really sliding. In the respect category of uh, the national media, it seems. But let's talk about the five coaches that are ahead of Kirby Smart. <laughs> okay. Clint, you got okay. your Nick Sabins, You got your Davos sure. 20s. Sure. All right? That's one and two Hats on everybody's list. Hats off to you. Ed Orgeron, I'm just going to spoil it for you, comes in at number four. Those are the three coaches that I think you could make a case as being better than Kirby Smart. You Now, could. listen. Do I want Kirby Smart or Ed Orgeron? You give me a choice, and I'm taking Kirby Smart all day, every day, every single time. Give Correct. me Kirby Smart ahead of Ed Orjon. Okay. But I would understand if you put Ed Orjon ahead of Kirby Smart. But there are two other coaches on this list, Clint. And where, where do you, which one do you want to start with? Because oh. one is more comical than the other. Oh, I want to tackle number three first, Daniel. And then we'll get Let's to let Let's go five. right to the top. Yeah. Number three on the list is the head coach of the probably the greatest mind to ever think about football he can, in the history. He can remember,
1: of, he can remember plays that he called in the third quarter <laughs> of his high school. Playoff game that he was quarterbacking back in '99. Daniel, he can remember he has that locked down to memory. Lincoln Riley of the Oklahoma Sooners comes in at number three on this list. Now, I ask you, Daniel, has he won a college football playoff game? Not a college football playoff tro- trophy, a college football playoff game. No, no. Has he been? No, he hasn't. Has has he been? Has he been? Well, one a heartbreaking defeat in their eyes, not in our eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Has no. he been particularly? Sony com- Michelle, Sony Michelle to Son- the house.
1: No, to the house. Uh, has he been particularly competitive or close to winning games at all in the college football playoff era?
0: They lost one hundred to nothing last year. I don't know if you remember the game, yeah. but, but it we- was one 100- hundred. To nothing. Yeah. Okay. It was not. It. He goes to the college football playoff to get embarrassed. That's what. That's what he does. Um, P.S. In the in the in the Georgia game, they were winning one hundred to nothing in the first half. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I do Baker remember Mayfield that. gave the old choke sign. Um, and then turned around and looked at Lincoln Riley, I guess, because Lincoln Riley, it turns out, choked that game away when his offense could do nothing in the nothing. second half against Kirby Smart's defense, even though Kirby's ranked number six. Um, Number five, though, I think is worse than it's number so three. It's worse. It's Brian Kelly from okay. Notre Dame. Now listen. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about not winning a college football playoff game. Well, Here's Brian Kelly. You want to talk about being embarrassed on the big stage. Well, here's Brian Kelly. Um, Notre Dame has snuck in. Snuck in. On, on on a few different occasions. But every time Notre Dame plays somebody, they lose, Clinton. That's the... Every time. Name a time when Notre Dame beat somebody that was good. That held, Top 10 team. Yeah, I was just going to say, that held competition with the big boys. You're talking for the big
1: boys club. Notre Dame mm-hmm. has laid a giant defecation on center field right in the 50-yard line every single game, Daniel.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, this article is talking about how he's won, he's won as many games as Lou Holtz and Knut Rockney like I don't I don't care like I don't that doesn't that means Notre Dame standards have lowered so, lowered so much that they haven't fired the man for now four seasons that he should have been fired four seasons have been ago fired. correct that's not that's not a thing um, he was uh he was behind Kirby Smart you realize this is uh, in 2019 they put out this list uh-huh. he he was number 7 Kirby Smart was number 6 yep and then he, he leaped frog Kirby Smart based on last season's play anything notable happened last season between Georgia and Notre Dame wait a second let me let me think <laughs> let me think let me think so oh maybe there... dig back through the archives oh, another loss that's what happened another loss at the hands of Georgia and somehow Brian Kelly managed to elevate himself as what? Georgia went on to win the division again. Why are sports writers the way that they are? Do you just uh, hey, quick, anybody in journalism class, okay? No. Like there's like, no one. There's no one in any classes, Clint. It's wow. coronavirus. No one's allowed to go to class.
1: <laughs> wow. Any of you who have a journalism degree, if you can reach out to us and let us know the sports writers what, what were they like? What were they uh, like in class? I, I
0: think you know. <laughs> I think you know. I do. I do sadly know already. <laughs> I think you do know. I'm sure there are plenty of great sports writers out there. No offense to you, Um but – please write more articles because there's just a lot of dumb stuff floating so around out there on the internet look there's going to be a lot more for us to get into this week but that's going to do it for today's uh, episode we will be back on wednesday and on friday three three episodes this week um, hope that you will join us then um, so if you are looking for more to listen to you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on sec and until wednesday we will talk to you guys later see you